Atomic! Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Atomic Shark, the show where we get shark through the heart and the asylum is to blame. I am your host Tyler and joining me is our own resident python expert, Justin, what's going on, dude? Oh, I got your mega python right here. <laughs> I am so glad that you delivered on that. My mega python always delivers. Just keep it going. <laughs> Do, are you a veterinarian? Because these pythons are sick. <laughs> so, so yeah, uh, as we're uh, jokingly getting to, uh, this week's movie is uh, simply known as Mega Python versus Gatoroid. I want to say Gatorade because that's how it's spelled. It's so weird. It is weird. This is the fifth monster movie in the Asylum verse, though. Unlike the last movie, which shared continuity with uh, the one before it, this one doesn't really have a shared continuity of any kind, so we're kind of back to square one with uh, the separate universes within the Asylum verse, I guess. I mean, it was kind of like that during the Millennium Era for Godzilla, so it's not that out of left field. So yeah, let's uh, get into statistics real quick. Uh, this was uh, released in January 15th of 2011. It is written by Naomi Selfman, directed by Mary Lambert, starring Debbie Gibson from Mega Shark vs. Uh, Giant Octopus. Uh, whatchamacallit? Giant Octopus, yes, thank you. Uh, Tiffany, no last name. She's uh, a wrestler? A. Martinez. Yeah, that sounds about right, yeah. but her stage name is Tiffany. Right. We also have A. Martinez, Catherine Justin, and Mickey Delenz from The Monkees. That's what he's from. Okay, he looks familiar. Yeah, it was edited by Sean David Thompson with a runtime of 90 minutes, distributed by The Asylum and Sci-Fi with a budget of $500,000. So yeah, this one is different from the other ones. Mm -hmm. Not so much with the crappy effects and all that, but... Uh, it has a bit more emphasis on humans this time around, I think. And there's a tone shift. I don't know if it's the sci-fi connection or if they've just kind of found their niche, but it definitely plays up the camp. Oh yeah, this movie knows that's a bad movie and just plays with mm -hmm. it. Kind of like uh, Mega Shark vs. Giant Octopus, which I can appreciate when it comes to a bad movie like this, or any movie in general, really. I think this went harder, though. Oh yeah, it definitely went harder. Like, this was funnier. Um, intentional or not, yes, I will agree yeah. with you. Honestly, like, a lot of my notes on this movie are just, um, just quotes that I really enjoyed. Because, <laughs> like, there was a lot of funny lines, like, like you said, whether they were intentional or not. Yeah. So, yeah, let's get right down to that plot, shall we? Okay. The film opens up with the quickest credits call I've ever seen. As if to say, let's just get this shit out of the way. Let's just get to the movie as soon as possible. Like... Those credits went by a bit quicker than I'm used to, and uh, it was refreshing. It is kind of refreshing, honestly. But at the same time, I kind of want to know who's in this stinker and not read the word Alan Smithy over and over. <laughs> but that's just me. We then see a group of animal activists freeing a bunch of snakes from an outhouse in the. Uh, it was the Everglades, wasn't it? Yeah. And they freeze said pythons uh, into the Everglades, which does not backfire in the slightest. We then, see, we then cut to a guy whose pupper gets eaten by a giant CGI snake. Yeah. Because of course it does. I hate how the pets always die first. Yeah, man. I don't care what happens to the humans. Leave the doggos alone. Right. Like, I hate it when animals uh, get the shaft in these movies. 
it makes yeah. you feel bad. I did enjoy these like these good old Bayou boys though. They were they were a lot of fun. Oh yeah, uh, they definitely have some uh, great one liners. I'll say I'll say that much. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the dude goes to the park ranger, uh, played by Tiffany, and when asking uh, to get, uh, what was it, uh, permits, yeah, permits to hunt alligators, she pretty much refuses because she is dead set on preserving the alligator population in the Everglades. Yeah, she has a serious gator fetish. As opposed to Debbie Gibson's character, who has a really bad snake fetish. Yeah. And that's not a clash of egos in the making, and we'll get to that in a second. So yeah, um, the hillbilly dude shoot an alligator and then get attacked by one of the giant snakes. Tiffany then declares a calling for the unnatural snake uh, infestation of sorts, and it leads her to buttheads at W. Oh, there's also there's also another character named Justin. Um, that's like Tiffany's fiance. Um, I found that hilarious. Yeah, honestly, I, especially when we get to the later. He's scenes. he's also a douche. We can't get any good <laughs> Justins. It's the trend continues. Yeah, it is unfortunate. Yeah. Though we've yet we've yet to run into a single Tyler in this movie series, so I'm kind of grateful. Just for wait. That. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that eventually. The first Tyler is going to be the worst guy ever. Oh yeah, he's going to be a mega prick. Mega prick versus giant Justin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Mega prick sounds like a Mega Man villain. It does, like Needle Man. But no, I I. I Tiffany is a terrible actress, but I kind of liked the the mashup of her and Debbie Gibson's character because it was just like it was like the tension between a washed up rock star and a washed up wrestler. <laughs> you, you can't deny. Yeah, it kind of is. It's almost like uh, in Tekken where uh, the feud between Heihachi and his uh, son Kazuya pretty much destroys the entire world. This is pretty much the same thing, mm-hmm. except... It is Alligator Lady versus Snake Lady. Yeah. But again, we'll get to that soon enough. And also, just real quick, like I said, most of my notes are one-liners. Um, Debbie Gibson had the great line of, somebody had bitch for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> and that was amazing. Yeah, it is. Where did I leave off from my notes here? Da-da-da-da-da. They shoot an alligator and and gets attacked by one of the snakes. Tiffany then declares a calling for the unnatural snake phenomenon. Which leads her to butt heads with Debbie Gibson. A snake then awkwardly pulls a dude over to his death. I found that pretty hilarious because it was incredibly abrupt and obviously fake looking. Mm-hmm. Kind of like he was just shifting his whole body into the narrow hallway. Like nothing was pulling him. Yeah, they definitely like they film these movies and then they just like slap the effects on. Like they, the, the two teams aren't working together. <laughs> So they have to figure out how to like take the effect they've made and make it look like it belongs in the scene, even though they don't know what the scene is. Yeah, there's definitely uh, no synergy when it comes to the film effect crews. And speaking of that, uh, the deputy finds a shitload of giant python eggs, and after shooting them and laughing like idiots, the other giant snakes murder all the hunters, including Justin himself. Not you, the movie Justin. Yeah. Because you're still here. But also Justin got crushed by a dead snake, and that was that was pretty funny. Yeah, it was. It didn't crush him to death though. He like he shot his head off weirdly, like like exploded, and then the body just fell on him. That happens a lot in this movie. Yeah. So yeah. Uh the snakes murder uh Justin, and she swears vengeance on the scaly scourge by trying to find a big ass alligator. 
And fortunately, she does that when she gets a hold of a bunch of super steroids and a test serum that jacks up muscle mass indefinitely and uh, just uh, plants them in a bunch of dead chickens. That's right. The the Gatoroid title is literal. It's a gator on steroids. (laughs) Yep. It's so stupid. It's totally stupid and incredibly on the nose. Yeah. Kind of like everything else in this movie, honestly. Yeah. In the meantime, Gibson and her crew set up camera and cameras in the wild and records Tiffany using this miracle drug on the alligators. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> I got a I got a line here. Feeding steroids to gators. There's nothing crazy about this, right? <laughs> also, what I assume was a callback to Godzilla in ninety eight, uh the line, that's a whole lot of dead chicken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's definitely a callback for sure. But uh yeah. Cut to a mere six months later, we meet Diego, Dr. Diego Ortiz, who actually confirms that the alligators and the snakes are indeed getting dummy thick. There was also this weird, like, growth montage set to what I could what I could only assume was a Debbie Gibson song. Yeah, uh, according to the Wikipedia article, uh, it definitely is. And uh, they, they play it twice. Yeah, because she's a producer on this movie, and I feel like she produced it just so she could have her music in it. Yeah, it seems to be the case. But uh, yeah, uh, speaking of Diego, he's the only sensible character in this movie, as he's the only one that sees both the giant alligators and snakes as threats that need to be destroyed. Mm-hmm. Tiffany and Gibson, on the other hand, like, they kind of encourage this, uh, like, they're pro-giant alligator, pro-snake, as if nothing is completely wrong with what's going on. Like, especially in Tiffany's case. Yeah. I even wrote in here that it's kind of weird that Debbie Gibson takes a a pro-killed-by-snake stance on this movie. Yeah, right. And then on the other side, like, Tiffany basically, like, she doesn't say this outright, but her her basic philosophy is, there's a giant threat eating people that we can't manage. Let's make our own bigger threat to combat it. Surely we can manage that one. (laughs) Yeah, her rationale is that she wants to preserve alligator life. And the only way to do that is to unnaturally grow these big-ass alligators just so they can cull everything else. And that's rational thinking. That's Thanos-level questioning (laughs) right there. But yeah, uh, Diego saves Gibson from the giant gators, but her colleagues aren't so lucky. And it is pretty funny how they uh, get eaten. Yeah. But also, like, they, they say something about the fact that the snakes are also getting bigger. Like, they're, there's already the Mega Python at this point, but they're getting even bigger by eating the roided out gator eggs, yeah. which I don't think that's how steroids work. Like, could I get buff by eating someone that's taken steroids? According to this movie, you can. Uh, it's kind of like how, again, in Mega Man, uh, if... Uh... Mega Man defeats any of the Robot Masters and steals their powers. <laughs> True. All right, I guess I need to become a cannibal. That's the only solution. Cannibal man. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Gibson looks over the footage of Tiffany injecting the steroids into the gator food. Six months after she recorded it, like, she didn't take the time to look at these recordings until now. Yeah. What's going on here? And then Diego blows up a whole bunch of mutated alligator eggs, only to find more in a cave. That will be important later. He calls Tiffany and suggests uh, calling the National Guard, but she doesn't listen. She doesn't give a shit. Like, her plan is working. Uh, The gators are obviously getting bigger and kind of taking care of the snakes, I guess. But yeah, uh, the the most pressing matters on her agenda are preserving the alligator population 
and picking a fight with Gibson at the party that she's hosting to raise uh, funds for the Everglades. Which, by the way, is where... Uh, uh, what's his name? The dude from the Monkees? Uh, Mickey Dolenz uh, makes his brief appearance. Because the whole deal before this was uh, they were trying to get him on board for this fundraiser so they can raise a shit ton of money to... I don't know, fund the Everglades in spite of uh, all the alligators being killed by the snakes. Yeah, I think it was like a preservation fund or something. Yeah, that makes sense. But in relation to Mickey Dolan's, I do have to go back to another line earlier uh, when they were like, they were freaking out about all the party planning and stuff when Diego was uh, was trying to get her attention. And she just yells out, I have a monkey landing in an hour. <laughs> yeah, um, that that line out of context i was like wait a monkey what's going on here i thought there were just snakes and uh alligators in this movie now there's a giant monkey what yeah i was that? honestly really confused when a dude just showed up like I, I assumed it was going to be a monkey oh no it's the gorilla from king of the lost world run away <laughs> it is a shared universe but also like because it was two people like the the fight scene between those two is actually pretty good yeah it's definitely the best fight scene in the entire asylum verse if i'm gonna be honest I mean, there's there's re- there's other reasons why it's good, but it's it's also just a good fight scene. It's a hell of a lot better than what we've seen so far, I'll say that for sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they fight each other. They put the final battle in Tekken 7 to shame. Uh, they throw cakes at each other. They stuff food in their faces. And their cleavage. Yes, <laughs> that is very important. But the snakes and gators feel the need to join the fray and eat Mickey Dolan's... Uh, uh, in the middle of a performance. That was that was pretty hilarious. So, it was. A bunch of people are eaten. Some of the monsters are shot or exploded via, mol- via Molotov cocktails. And Tiffany and Debbie realize, oh shit, we're in danger. Also, uh, when when all of the pythons and gators first show up, um, someone says, uh, the cop, I think, he gets his gun out and he's like, everyone else with a weapon should get it out. And then suddenly everyone pulls out a gun. <laughs> Like Yeah, like, ever, everyone in this town is packing heat. What's going on here? It's Florida. And it's accurate. I yeah. love it. But yeah, speaking of Florida, the biggest of uh, the Mega Pythons and the Crocoroids, I believe, um, they attack Miami. And the good guys get the ideas to use pheromones to lure them to the quarry where the eggs are and blow them all to hell with dynamite. Specifically, Debbie Gibson comes up with the pheromone plan. Again. Yeah. I guess she really likes pheromone plans. Because of course she does. She has snakes on the brain. But you're are you are you just gonna gloss over that, that Miami attack? That was great. Yeah, it was great. Uh the lady cop uh, got in a few shots on the snake though, even though she, it didn't look like she was aiming at all. Yeah. That that old lady did not know how to work with a green screen. She was just pointing wildly. But no, like the, the giant snake just like opened its mouth and let a train <laughs> go in and just like yeah, just swallow that thing whole. And the gator, like, just stepped on track. I don't remember. There was, there was some good stuff in there. I don't remember exactly the the specific moments, but I really enjoyed that. And, like, honestly, those, the effects looked a little bit better, too. Oh, yeah. The effects are definitely way better than what we've seen so far. But, I mean, like, specifically in that scene. It's like they gave it some extra polish because they knew it was a good scene. But, uh, yeah. They load a plane uh, full of the pheromone shit. And um, Debbie Gibson uh, plants a whole bunch of dynamite in that cave. And their plane crashes and Diego stays behind, leaving Tiffany to lure the amphibious abominations alone. Meanwhile, Debbie is stuck between a rock and a gator place as she's pinned by a bunch of hatchlings after planting the dynamite. 
But Tiffany saves the day by blowing the fuck out of Gatorade and every single snake and get gator gather where they are. Because, of course, they do. Yeah, so aside from, like, a, a brief Python versus Gator battle, like, in the middle of the movie, most of this movie is the Pythons and Gators, like, just chilling together, chasing after the humans. Yeah, uh, despite the movie being called Giant Python versus Gatoroid, you think the whole focus would be just them fighting each other, but no, they fight each other once. Yeah. They get in a few licks uh, here and there, but uh, most of the movie is just them uh, fucking up the humans, which, you know, I'm okay. Yeah, I feel like it really should have been called like Mega Pythons and Gatoroids versus people. Gators and snakes and monkeys. Oh, my. <laughs> Only one monkey. Yeah, just one. So, yeah. Giga Chad Diego saves Debbie, but Tiffany gets eaten, hilariously enough. She detonates the bombs and blows up the monsters, but Gibson falls out of the rescue helicopter and is chomped by a decapitated snakehead, which I thought was bullshit at first, but it's actually accurate. Yeah, like all of the like animal facts in these movies so far has actually been pretty good. Yeah, right. Like, you wouldn't know otherwise that snakeheads can actually survive for minutes to hours after being cut mm-hmm. off because they're cold-blooded creatures. But they actually kept it in, and I thought that was a nice touch. It's also a good excuse for uh, Debbie Gibson to be sliced into pieces, even though she was only bitten once. Yeah, but it was it was kind of funny because, like, that's that was just a throwaway line in the beginning when, like, he talks about pithing the head or whatever, and... I honestly didn't expect it to be called back. Like, that was kind of cool. It really came back to bite her in the end. Nice. <laughs> so cut to one year later, Diego reopens the restored Everglades and honors those who died hilariously to the monsters they themselves created. And that was Mega Python versus Gatoroid, the classic case of fuck around, see what happens. <laughs> it is I, It is fitting, now that I think about it, that the, Diego's the only one that lived. Because, like, everyone else was, you know, pro-gator or pro-snake. And they got killed by the things they were, uh, they were, like, egging on. (laughs) Egg. (laughs) While he was trying to stop it all, and he lived. Yeah, he was definitely the most rational character in the movie, Barnum. Mm -hmm. Speaking of the characters, um, Tiffany and Gibson are hilariously over the top uh, when it comes to uh, their stances in this movie. They are pretty much at each other's throats through most of this thing until the very end. And uh, yeah, I thought that was a that was a neat dynamic. It was much more uh, engaging than uh, the rivalry between Jaleel White mm-hmm. and uh, Nigel from the last movie. Yeah. Because they actually uh, built up their uh, disgust towards each other uh, from beginning to well, finish. And they were actually in the movie together. Yeah. That helps too. And they also didn't cut between them uh, for the first 45 minutes in the movie. Right. uh, Until they met each other. So, you know, props for that. Uh, As for the other characters, a lot of them are fun. Uh, The hunters hunters in general are pretty fun. They have some great Mm one-liners. And uh, the lady and the old lady cop has some good lines too. I loved her. She was so genuine. A lot of the characters in this movie are fun. Yeah. I love that she's like, I can get you a bigger gator. And then she like just takes her to the random guy she knows that has a bunch of illegal steroids. <laughs> like, this lady's lived. Yeah, man. She's she's seen some shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure in one scene she's completely dubbed over poorly. Oh, probably. Like, it looks like she's saying one thing, but 
uh, what's coming out of the screen is another, and it doesn't match at all. Mm-hmm. She seemed like she didn't know what movie she was in. Yeah. But it was okay. Yeah, it's fine. It's all good. I think we should probably talk about the monsters real quick. Because they're literally just mutated uh, pythons and gators. Mm-hmm. You know, again, they're wild animals. They just attack out of instinct. Uh, whether it's maternal or if their lives are endangered, in which case, that's all the fucking time. So, I feel like them uh, being influenced by uh, the rival factions of Tiffany and Debbie Gibson, they're pretty much the victims of this movie. The real monsters is them. Oh, yeah. The real monster is man all along. (laughs) Which I think was, I mean, if this movie had a message, like, I don't want to give it that much credit, it was that idea of, like, um humans are more destructive than creatures oh yeah it's a message as old as time Mm -hmm. but uh yeah aside from uh what they represent and uh what little intelligence they may have uh just being a conduit for uh moving the plot along i thought they were fine like uh they don't have as much character as like say toho monsters but they get the job done just fine and there's some fun deaths, although there's one scene when they like they're cutting into the python, and it might be the worst looking thing I've ever seen. Yes, it was like like it was a siege like close up CG, you know, snakeskin already. Like it, they could have used probably like a you know a fake skin or something, and they didn't. And then it's it's a real hand with a real knife cutting into this CG thing. And then, like, it basically, like, vagina spreads open in a really disgusting, like, flat way. And a walkie-talkie falls out. Yeah, it's totally random. But it, I feel like it took more money to, you know, make that bad CG and animate it than it would have to build a prosthetic and have them cut into that. And it would look better, too. Like, it's so weird. Yeah, man. Like, I would take, uh manual prosthetics and uh, practical effects over the CGI garbage that we've been getting. Because mm-hmm. if the Godzilla movies have taught me anything, it's that uh, if you have uh, genuine-looking props, uh, you can make it look more realistic. But if you have CGI, it's easy to notice how fake it is. Yeah. And there hasn't been a single like prosthetic prop or anything in these movies. And I, if I had to guess, I'd say it's because they turned them around in like a month. So there's just, there's not time, because, like, a lot of that stuff is very meticulous. It, you know, it takes time and effort and things like that. Whereas with CG, I mean, it still takes time, but you can do it in post. (laughs) Yeah. It's a lot easier to work with in this day and age. And, uh, you know, I would just like to see practical effects in one of these movies. But we're probably not going to get that with how uh, hard it is to incorporate in films in general. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah. That was uh, Mega Python versus Gatoroid. God, it sounds like a Yu-Gi-Oh monster. <laughs> you know, like uh, like uh, the Speedroids. Uh, you know those monsters uh, where it's just the vehicles with big cartoony eyes. Oh, yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. Gatoroid would be one. Probably, yeah. But yeah, Justin, on a scale of one to five, how shardy is this movie? <sighs> Here's the thing. This is, a, this is a hard one to rate because I genuinely enjoyed it. Like it is a yeah. new level of bad, but I was I was along for the ride. So like as far as how shardy it is, I mean it's got to be a five, but like in a good way. I think I think yeah. I did another one as a five, 
in a bad way. So like, it's it's nowhere. I believe it was monster. Yeah, it's nowhere near competent or anything. Um, so I don't want to like put it you know low on the scale as if like it's a good movie, but it was enjoyably bad. Like yeah. if this is you know if it, it's enjoyable, it's funny. Like if this is the kind of thing we're gonna get from now on, like with the sci-fi uh connection. Like, I'm here for it, but it also makes the job harder because it's not just a bad movie. It's like, it's so bad, it's good. Does it make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. So I don't know where that falls on the scale. I would say it would probably be like a two and a half, I would think. Like, it's on the cusp of being uh, an enjoyable movie, and it is comprehensive enough to be such. But it has a lot of things holding it back as well. Yeah. So, I'd say it's about middle of the road when it comes to shardiness. Two and a half is pretty good. Because I think I think the way we should keep it is, like, five is just, it's just a bad movie. Like, Monster. Yeah. Like, there's nothing redeemable about it. Like, it's not funny. It's it's just bad. And then, like, actually, like, surprisingly good would be a one. So, like, so good it's, or so bad it's good, I guess, would be closer to the one. Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll st- I'll go two and a half. I like your. your yeah, rate. that was the original thought. Yeah. All right, that's gonna do for this week's episode, folks. Uh, before we sign off, we're gonna go ahead and plug our shardy hardies. Justin, where can the fine people find you? Uh, you can shart me if you uh, look for zero score on Twitter or YouTube or Twitch. Um, <laughs> we're we're doing. Uh, we do, we do the, the games cast Monday nights at 7 PM over central time, uh, over on my Twitch channel. And that's in like half an hour as of this recording. So I was like, I was in that mode and I was about to plug this show. (laughs) Um, yeah, it's kind of, yeah, but yeah, we do the games cast Monday nights. Um, and I also stream on Thursdays with my friend, Chris, uh, we are running through an online version of Ocarina of Time, which is a lot of fun. Um, we just beat the water temple, yeah, which was fun. very hard to do uh, online because it like syncs your progress between like the the people. So you change the water level for one person, and then it changes right back because the other person is in a different area, and it's it's messy. <laughs> yeah, it's, it was rough. Yeah, it was real bad. I was I was like genuinely mad by the end. It wasn't a good time. I feel your pain, buddy. I feel your pain. And as for me, you can follow me on Twitter at hey it's that tie. I also check out the pinned tweet for uh, my uh, video review series where I review old PS1 fighting games called Tie Your Shoes Reviews. Uh, you can also check me out on twitch.tv slash tireshoes1. I will be streaming some uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses once every week. I haven't really set on a day because my schedule is weird as of the time of this recording. And yeah, I'm also on the GameCast on... Uh, Justin's Twitch channel. You can uh, find us all there. And speaking of that, you can uh, head on over to chartshot.com for all your movie and video game needs uh, between the three of us. And uh, yeah, that's going to do for us. So until then, stay shardy. Good night, everybody. That was inappropriate.